You are now tuned in to Behind the Confident Smile, the podcast, where we talk about what's behind your smile, no longer suffering in silence, and truly walking in your purpose daily. I am your host, Bianca Cotton, wife, mom, author, poet, speaker, and hope dealer. I am on a journey to help women walk in love, live in hope, and be healed from past hurts. Join me on this journey of revealing what's behind your smile. We will have special guests, some poetry, and inspiration. Now let's start the show. Hello, everyone. I am here with a fabulous woman that I'm so excited to introduce you all on Behind the Confidence Mile, the podcast. Her name is Cecilia Town Scott. She is an entrepreneur, law student, wife, and mom from the south side of Chicago. That's where I'm from too, (laughs) y'all. Growing up, she watched her mother become a master seamstress and her dad start his own limousine company. So doing things herself is definitely in her blood. Her entrepreneurial journey started back in elementary school, selling material lanyards, which were all the rage at the time. I mean, I know I rock. I still rock my lanyards. Okay, uh, <laughs> right. She's too, right. I mean, it keeps all my keys together. It's the truth. So. It's the truth. <laughs> she's super passionate about helping others, which led her to create menstruation underwear. Yes, I said it. Period panties, y'all. And I'm trying to learn more about this so I can stop buying these products every month. Okay. Uh, After trying them herself, she realized there was a huge gap in the market for people who wanted more flexibility in their garments and Honor Your Flow was born. I'm just so excited to have you here, Cecilia. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for, really thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, you are out here rocking it. You're a rock star, okay? Black, beautiful, <laughs> and bold, all right? So Look, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> <laughs> so every guest I ask our um, critical question of what's behind your smile? I mean, you play so many roles in life. You wear so many hats. Your schedule is probably out of this world. Um, <laughs> what's behind your smile? If if we didn't know you, what would we be missing out on? <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, thank you so much for asking. So, I mean, I think I, you sent me the questions. You sent me that question beforehand, and like I'm still chewing on it. I'm like, what is behind the smile? But um, no, if I um, I would have to say um, I think a lot of determination um, and perseverance. Um, one thing about <laughs> one thing about flow and honor your flow, and it's it's I, I haven't decided if it's something 
I should be proud of or something. Maybe I should stop telling people. I don't know. But um, I actually started working on Honor Your Flow in 2014. And so much has happened since then, right? Like this is 2021. Um, when I first started working on Honor Your Flow, I had just gotten married. Um, I, ha I had just moved back to Chicago from living overseas in Japan and I had just gotten married. And let's see, my, my husband and I were together. I, I, I just got married and then shortly after that, I started working full time in Chicago public schools um, and was doing that literally until a month ago. So it's been seven years. Um, so got married, started working full time in Chicago public schools. And that was uh, 2014. Two years after that, um, got pregnant, <laughs> you know, um, and had my son. Something that was kind of brewing that whole time was um, I've always said since I was a kid that I wanted to go to law school. Um, I didn't do it because I like I. I hate to say it, but like, I didn't think I was smart enough, you know, like I, I always knew I was smart. I got good grades in school, but I don't, I, I don't know if other people ever feel this way. It's like, I know I'm smart, but I don't know if I'm smart like that, you know? Right. Um, and so I, I, I kind of talked myself out of it. Um, but just over the years, you know, <laughs> good or bad, you know, just seeing the way of the world and some of these people who had law degrees and people who are in leadership and I'm like, oh, they got a law degree. Oh, I can. Oh, if they can, that too. <laughs> right, like, girl, you better stop second guessing yourself. <laughs> These fools out here, you know, so I finally decided like, okay, you know, well, <laughs> you know, I, I guess I'm going to do it. Um, and so uh, applied to law school when I was, my, my son had just been born. And two months after that, like my brother very unexpectedly like dies from suicide and so you know going through that and then I, I get into law school I start law school uh, a month after I started I got pregnant with my daughter like just all the oh, things wow. are going on so. you're talking about transitions and man like and thing, man oh like gosh. that's a lot change. okay okay let's pause right here I mean okay Okay, let's backtrack, yeah. Cecilia. First, you say, I don't think I'm smart enough, which you're a genius, by the way. <laughs> God um, bless you. Get into law school, then you get married, two years later, have your son, then your brother passed away from suicide. Then you, you say you get into law school, and then you get pregnant again. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, know. that's a lot. It's a, it's an awful lot. Like there's so <laughs> you know, you know some you know, and I I don't think it's just black women who do it. I think I definitely think all women do it, and I, I think all people do it. Like you just you know how it's just like like you make stuff happen, right? Like I got to not even just make stuff happen, but like I got to keep going, and so you keep yeah. going and you keep going and you keep going. Um, but then you know like if you sit back and reflect, it's like it's a lot that's been going on. Um, yeah. And I'm so thankful during this time, particularly after my brother passed, um, I got in therapy and, mm -hmm. and I've been in therapy ever since. Um, but yeah, like there has been, there was a lot going on. Um, mm -hmm. And, 
during that whole time still working on honor your flow. So I, I'm, I'm like thinking about it as I'm saying everything. Um, I, sometimes I feel, I kind of feel a way about it. Like, man, see, you know, it's, it's taking you seven years, you know, to really get this thing going, but there's just been so much that's been happening during that time. Um, you know, and just trying to make sure that throughout that, that I like, I take care of myself and I survive, you know? Um, yeah. So. And my condolences. Um, to you and your family. I mean, it's, it's a lot, first of all, to give birth to a child. Um, that comes with a lot of emotions and then, um, to lose a sibling and, to my knowledge, he's your only sibling, right? Yes, yes. He's he's my only sibling, my older brother, and he died two months after my first child was born. So just so many big life changes happening at the same time. Um, not to mention at that at that time I had also started a new at a new school. I, I work within Chicago public schools and I had just started working at a new school one that was like, that's really, it's, it's higher achieving. So it was very demanding. Um, so just kind of doing all of those things. Um, actually, no, I, I started at the new school a year after, um, um, almost a year after my brother had passed, but just all those things kind of happening at once. Um, it was, it, it, it was so important for me um, to, to be in therapy at that time, you know, um, and, and even moving forward, because I think that, you know, I think all people, but particularly women and particularly black women, it's this whole idea of like, oh, you know, well, like we just handle it. Oh, we just take care of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we just get it done. And it's like, yeah, you get it done. But like, you're angry all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or you, you get it done all day. Yeah. But you're frustrated <laughs> all the time, you know, like, you, you, you can't stop crying and none of those things are bad things, right? Like frustration and anger and crying, like those are natural reactions, but like just needing, and I realized I needed help just Mm -hmm. like processing and man, you know, dealing with everything that was happening around me, you know, some things that I chose, right? Like I, like I wanted to have a baby, but, um, even if you want to have a baby, like you never know how having that baby is going to change you. And like oh, what your relationship yeah. with that kid is going to be. Um, and those are just things that even if you've grown up around children, like there's just nothing that can prepare you for that because everybody mm-hmm. reacts differently to the birth experience and the mothering experience. Um, oh, yeah. Say that. Was, right? <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Like so oh, many say things. say that. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, something, and you know, I, I won't go too far off on a tangent, but I mean, I remember like, vividly I decided my son was like three days old maybe I think it was on maybe on the fourth day after he was born that I was like okay I'm cool with being your mom like before that I wasn't I was like I burst you you know and I'm happy that you're here but like I don't know how I feel about being a mother you know like it's it's, oh yeah being a mom is different than being pregnant and so oh, yes. it's just, you know, you know, so it, it took me a minute, you know, it took me a couple of days to be like, okay, like, I think we can do this. Let's, like, let's give it a try. Um, cause it was That's just a lot real. Of yeah, those are just a lot of different feelings happening at one time. Um, and I, I'm, I'm thankful for the nurses I had because 
one in particular said, you know, when you, when you have your baby, like you're meeting your baby, but they're meeting you too. Like you all, y'all have to get to know each other. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm that, that was the whole tangent. No, but, no, that's, yeah. that's it's, it's not a tangent because I think from, from what I've observed and heard, I think more women who are mothers are starting to talk about that more now. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I starting to share um, the real experiences and that I was or some some of my friends wasn't um, truly happy during yeah. pregnancy and yeah. knowing that that's okay like I just told a friend maybe three months ago I was like I think I'm finally starting to enjoy parenthood after four yeah. years <laughs> like yeah. my like my daughter's almost she's just about four and a half and they Mm -hmm. laugh at me because they understood like they have children themselves and it's like I get it and I was just like it just it just dawned on me one day as I was sitting and having a conversation with her I was like I think I'm starting to enjoy parenthood I think I'm starting to come out of the fog of like the doing and the tiredness and the like the overwhelm part of okay, did I miss something in the diaper bag? Did I? Yeah. That is everybody strapped into the car seat. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep y'all alive. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like it's it's a whole thing. It really is. No, I I it, that is real, and you know, thank you for sharing that. Um, but I <laughs> I'm. One of the things it's so funny that they always kind of like hound us about in law school. It's like, did you answer the question? I'm gonna let me make sure I answer the question. Um, <laughs> the, um, there is a lot of there's a lot of perseverance um, and a lot of kind of determination. Um, it's taken me a long time to get to this to the to get to this point um, because there have been a lot of things going on, and one thing that I I I actually really kind of bothers me in our society is there's this whole idea that like if you if you really want something like you have to drop everything else to get it and it's like "Mm, like I want to yeah you know like I it is it is very important to me to be a successful entrepreneur which is why after seven years I'm still working on this but also I have to make sure that like I survive as a human dealing with the fact that I am, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm married, I work full time. I'm in law school. I have these new children. I've lost my brother. Um, Like dealing with all of those things. And so Mm -hmm. that was something, honestly, I think something I've had to kind of um, (laughs) hold my my own hand through this, you know, over Mm -hmm. the years, it's like, yep, you know, don't, don't give up. See, you know, you're, you're, you're handling things as you need to. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, it won't be worth it if you, if you build this company and it's successful, but you, you feel empty inside or your marriage has failed or you don't like your children. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think it's possible for all of these different areas to be healthy but maybe it's just going to take, at least for me, right? Like, I, I mean, yeah. I, I truly believe somebody else might be able to do all of this in a year and like, God bless you and God speed. But right. for me, for me to do what I've been able to do 
and have the health that I've been able to have, it's just taken me a little bit longer. Um, and I, and I, I, I certainly wish. And I think that's fine because yeah. one, you are, and this, this is something I, I uh, intentionally try not to get wrapped up in is the grind hustle culture. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. and, and what you're doing with taking your time and managing your relationships and uh, going to therapy and being consistent and taking care of yourself so that you can show up as your best self as a wife, as a entrepreneur, as a mom, as a, as a daughter, as everything else that you do as a law student that takes time and I don't believe that's something that needs to be rushed yeah because you you have the vision right so you are you are working that vision you're like well it may take me 10 years but I'm being diligent I'm persevering I'm in law school at the same time I'm breastfeeding my kids. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was a whole other thing. <laughs> that's, that's a whole job. I mean, yeah. really. So it it's really like, I, I'm somebody's sustenance. Like, I'm literally keeping another human alive. That's yeah. enough in itself. Yeah. So, yeah. and then being, being a friend to your friend. So that's a lot. And, yeah. and I also want to applaud you for taking the slow and steady route even if even if sometimes you're like man I wish it could happen faster but I believe that there are valuable lessons in what you're doing and how you're doing it thank you thank you for saying that I really do appreciate it my pleasure so so in that we already start to dig into it but what does your world look like right <laughs> with with the many hats you wear like do you wake up at 5 30 I mean like how how do you how do you do this <laughs> yeah um so it's it's so funny um and I yeah I, I want to be um as kind of like thoughtful as I can like you know, with how I respond to this, but so in this past year and a half, um, the, the pandemic has been absolutely awful. You know, like, I just think that there are, it was avoidable. Um, and we lost so many people and it was so unnecessary. And that is just, you know, I, I think that's what, we've had quite a few tragedies, um, and you know, in our lifetime, you know, these yeah. '80s babies. But I yeah. think this will be one of like one of the great tragedies of our last of our lifetime. Um, at the same time, for me and my family, um, I remember specifically. So the the we all got sent home. You know, the world kind of shut down in March mm-hmm. of what 2020. And in December of 2019 is when my, my oldest baby, who's now two, she was six months old. Um, she went to daycare, which like broke my heart. Um, and I had to go back to work. And mm-hmm. for a while, like, so from December until March, I did, I like <laughs> my husband, and I like kind of joke about it now. Like I got up at like 4.45 every day um, because I was exclusively nursing, uh, nurse, she, she was six months in, so we had started to like introduce cereals and stuff, but like it was, she only did breast milk. 
Um, and my baby, she's a big eater. She always has been. <laughs> and so I sent her to the, um, I sent her to the, to the, uh, to the daycare and the daycare provider. She's like, like you, you have to send more milk. Like she, you know, she cleaning me out every day. And so to produce more milk, you have to pump more. Um, mm -hmm. and so I would have to get up at four forty-five in the morning so I could pump before I started my day, you know, like you pump and then you get the kids up and you get them dressed and you get yourself dressed. And then, you know, me and my husband would go out to work and my son was going to preschool and I'm taking her to daycare. And then I had to go to work and like pump all those times while I was at work. Um, and then, you know, we would do that whole thing, pick up the kids. My mom, like mom would help out as well. And then come home and do the evening routine get the kids in bed by like nine o'clock and then from nine to like midnight I would study and that was my schedule you know every day and I remember when the pandemic hit and they sent everybody home um you know of course it was incredibly scary and it was awful um at the same time though I think both me and my husband were like oh my god like it was almost like we finally got to take a breath even as we were terrified by what was going on. And so, you know, pre-pandemic, like that was our life and that's just how we had to manage. Since the pandemic has been going on, um, you know, of course there are challenges with like being at home and trying to work, you know, um, still being in school because, you know, um, law school just got converted to online. And, you know, I, I would still have to kind of study after the kids went to sleep, but, um, since the pandemic and even coming out of the pandemic, like not having to like take everybody someplace every day mm -hmm. um, made a huge difference. And just like my personal, you know, and like mental and I just, I realized I was exhausted. Um, yeah. And, you know, don't get me wrong, being in the house with two toddlers, 24 hours a day, you know, with, with the, um, like that is a different type of exhaustion. Oh yeah, but, you don't have to tell me. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's a whole different type of exhaustion, but, um, <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm sorry, I say all that to say that like now my days are slower because like coming, you know, now, um, at the, the, the spring of this year, we started to like come out of the pandemic and CPS started opening and all those sort of things. Um, and it really did push me to, at the end of May, I left CPS because I'm, I start, you know, the, the world is starting to open up again. And I was yeah. like, I cannot go back to that. Like mm -hmm. that getting up at the, you know, I'm not pumping anymore, yeah. you know, cause she kind of lost interest, but like right. having to get up at the crack of dawn to take him someplace and take her someplace and then give me, I was like, I, like, I cannot do this anymore. Um, so, I mean, my days still in, in, in involve, like my, my son is in preschool. So like we take him to school. Um, I've recently started, uh, an, an internship with the uh, with the DCFS Office of the Legal Guardian. Um, okay. Thankfully, right now I'm on summer break, so you know I'm um, I, I I I have a summer class that starts next month. But um, right now, um, and, and then I'm also um, you know working on honor your flow. Like I have different programs that I'm in to kind of help me with that. Um, but right now. You know, I, I'm doing all those things, but it is a lot slower. Um, I'm not working full time anymore. My internship is 20 hours a week. Um, and then with this kind of time that I have back now, I'm able to work on honor your flow a little bit more. Um, 
when school gets back in, I'll be able to do work um, at times that are not 9 p.m. to, to midnight uh, right. because I think that I just kind of realized during the pandemic, um, and, and, and I've heard people say it, I've, particularly I've heard Black women say it. Um, there's someone who I follow on social media. Her name is Myleek Teal, and she she's talked a lot about this whole idea of like, yes, we can do it all, but like, should we be doing it all? Mm-hmm. And that really, yeah, it's that really just started to resonate with me during the pandemic um, because some some a lot of the things that I was doing were taken away from me right? Like I, I can't go to these places. I can't take my kid here. I can't, I just, I can't, I have to sit still. Um, and so I think that, yeah, I, truth be told, like I am still figuring out what my next six months are going to look like. I am still figuring out like what it's going to look like for me to, you know, kind of like keep up with my side of the bills. Right. Um, yeah. but I definitely, I coming out of the pandemic, I just kind of I, I realized like I cannot go back to doing what I was doing before all this stuff hit. Like I, I, I did it, you know, but like that is not what's good for me as a human, you know, besides me being a wife and a mother and, you know, all the things that I am to all these people, like this is not good for me, you know, um, just as, as a person. And so that's- well, well, let me give you this girl. Because, I mean, that takes courage, that takes a lot of self-awareness, that takes saying, you know what, I choose my mental health, I choose my physical well-being, I choose my spiritual well-being over rising, what I call before Jesus, right, before the sunrise, and (laughs) I... It's it's so interesting that you said you just, you know, resigned recently because it's this one Instagram account I follow and they've been posting a lot about um, women are leaving the workforce um, primarily because the employers want them to come back in the office and they are so tired of wearing all these hats. Like you just said, like just just because we can, I mean, we should. And there's one post in particular that I have read recently talked about number one reason for leaving the workforce is simply to prioritize their mental health. And Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, we have come this far to a place where, you know, majority mothers are saying, no, I, I can't do that. And yeah, mm-hmm. what is what is the workforce response going to be if women keep opting out? Yeah, it's the fun. It's it's the craziest thing, and it was. I mean, it it really felt heartbreaking when it happened. But you know, I I, I know it was for the best. Um, you know, I I work for Chicago Public Schools. God bless them. You know, like they've done. Um, there are there are a lot of great things that happen with me working there, but. One of the big drivers for me is that um, officially speaking, CPS has, you can do like accommodation requests um, if you need, you know, to, to, to be able to do a kind of work setup that's different than the norm. Um, and, you know, even though the world is opening back up, like pre-K, you know, small children, services for children under five have not fully opened. Right. And so 
it was going to be a real hassle for my husband and I to try to figure out like who's going to be at home with the kids if both of us have to go into the go back to work. And I asked CPS for accommodation so that I could stay at home on two separate occasions and they said no. And I that was a big one for me. I said, you know what, like I've, you know, you all we always try to do our best for our jobs, but this is a time when I like, I really need you to like, give me a little bit of, I, I need some flexibility. Um, and technically speaking, you have a, a policy to give people flexibility. And I asked you for it and you told me, no, no, thank you. Like I, <laughs> I, I will not put my, I will not stress myself out one, n- one more day for you. Like, absolutely not. Because when I really needed you, you could not help me. So I need to go elsewhere. Um, so again, yeah. it is what it is. And it it further um, concerns me and stresses me for those who cannot say I I am unable to walk away from this, right? For various reasons and constantly um, having to put themselves basically in mental harm's way until they find something else. And it's like, why do we even have to have this conversation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like why why does this even have to be words okay. that have to come out of my mouth? Like yeah. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> right. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah. today, um, so with you having, you know, with more time being open up to you to focus on. Um, honor your flow can you like tell me a little bit more about honor your flow and what's next for it and I've seen a lot of um, posts with you raising money and getting grants and I was like yes that's (laughs) what I'm that's awesome Uh, so yes Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so under your flow, we are a um, menstruation uh, first underwear, and then later we'll be apparel um, a, a company. And uh, the big thing with under your flow is that um, we are just we are added flexibility in the period panty market. Um, I use period panties. I absolutely love them. Um, I have been able to transition to a, a, a no waste period now, which I'm I'm really excited about. Um, but one thing that I noticed um, in the, 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 the more popular, most of the products that are out there, they come as one unit. So, um, you know, they, 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 they catch the liquid. They actually do a great job. Um, the brands that I use, they, they catch the liquid like there isn't um, a huge odor problem or anything like that. But, you know, by the end of the day, like they're pretty full, you know, um, and that can get a little bit uncomfortable. And so I just kind of started doing some research and there are a few, but they're like, there aren't a lot of companies out there that offer a flexible absorbency system um, with, with what's currently out there. If you want to change, you know, kind of change up in the middle of the day, you literally have to take off the whole pair of underwear. Um, and you know, if you're out working in the world, that is terribly inconvenient, right? Um, if you wear pants, that's terribly inconvenient. (laughs) And so, um, our, our underwear comes in parts. So you can kind of take out the parts that, you know, have, have gotten a little filled up. Um, you can take out those parts and then kind of put in new, you know, unused parts, um, 
and, and kind of keep on going and everything's reusable. So you kind of keep it with you, uh, but um, in a, in a um, kind of like an older trapping uh, leak-free bag. And then when you come home, you rinse it all, wash it all and keep it moving. Um, so it's, you know, it's very user-friendly in the sense that um, a lot of the like the, the chemicals and things that are in disposable products are not in our products um and then it's very earth friendly because um unfortunately the you know the, the plastic and the chemicals that are in disposable products like a lot of those things um they're not biodegradable um and you know plastic can take up to like 800 years to decompose right so it's just it's not it, it, it's kind of harsh on the environment and so you uh we tackle that as well um so i'm super excited because um i um literally was just kind of working with our designers today we just finished up um our uh, our, our fourth round of testing um and we like it you know there's just a couple more tweaks that we need to make and so we're the next up is you know um a, a larger round of testing um, so that hopefully we can get to um, an actual launch of the product um, at the end of this year, you know, uh, this winter. So it's super exciting. You know, I've, I've been talking about on your flow for a long time. Um, I did some crowdfunding um, last September. Um, I've been accepted to um, a number of, uh, you know, just grants that kind of helped me with uh, building the business. And so now we're just kind of in those final stages of like making sure the product is absolutely perfect. Um, so that, you know, once we get it to you, um, it's everything that you could kind of hope it would be. Wow. How do you feel? Let now. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I feel so excited, but I don't know. I don't know another way to explain it. Like when you've been working on, on something for so long, when you finally get to the end, it's like, whoa, it is about time, Jesus. Whoa, I've been waiting. You know, like I just, I'm so excited, but I'm just like, oh God, like I, it, it's almost a relief because I mean, given you know given what's been going on in my life it makes sense but seven years is a long time and I, I you know I can't I've lost count of the number of times where I just you know you question it you know like should I be doing this you know it seems like everybody else you know and I you know I, I know we always kind of make up these <laughs> these stories in our heads but it's like, man, everybody else has this great idea and six months to a year later, their company is booming. And here I am in year number two, three, four, <laughs> you know, on up to this year. And so it is, I think more than anything, I just feel relieved because I have felt for the longest, my, my aunt told me a, a long time ago that like, if there is something that, continually stays on your heart and you know like you 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 try to get rid of it or just kind of do other things and it won't go away that like god put that there mm -hmm. and so that's how i've always felt about honor your flow but when something takes so long to come to fruition um it, at least for me like you i there are times when i questioned it you know like god did i hear you right you know like yes, this thing is on my heart, but like, am I crazy? Because if it's supposed to happen, like, is it supposed to take this long? Um, 
so I'm, you know, I'm saying that long story long, I'm excited, but I really just kind of feel relieved. I feel validated because it's, 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 it's I'm, I'm so thankful for everything I've learned, but it's been a process. It has been a real process. Um, so I'm just, I'm thankful that I will finally have something to show for my years of work. Definitely, definitely. The manifestation is here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's so important. And I, I hope um, you have journaled or found some way to chronicle this journey yeah. Uh, because it can definitely be a teaching tool for others um, later or even in the nearest future when they yeah. start asking, so how did you do it? He's like, well, I remember year three <laughs> or, or this, but that's also uh, exercising that muscle of patience too. Yeah, yeah. And and birth truly birthing a vision, Um, and and seeing how long um, it can take to develop the prototypes, right? Like going through all these processes, putting your money up uh, to get stuff done, and reworking products, and this. Like like we said uh, in the pre-show, this is a point in time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 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 women entrepreneurs, for for black women entrepreneurs, for black people, for yeah, yeah, uh, for for uh, marginalized communities, underrepresented mm-hmm. communities, and different spaces and places. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm, um, a- I'm happy to be here at this moment. Um, you know, and hopeful and prayerful that I can, you know, really just kind of fulfill a need uh, within the community, you know, our community, but just, you know, the community of people who have periods. Um, This is, I'm, 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 I'm definitely happy to, 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 to kind of be stepping in and stepping up at, at this point in time, you know, in, in our history and, you know, just in, in, in what's going on. Definitely. So, what do you want another woman to know about pursuing entrepreneurial endeavors? Yeah, um, I mean, I think I would just kind of go back to that, you know, that thing that my aunt told me that I really has just kind of, um, she's my aunt Cheryl, um, that has stuck with me through this whole time. Um, I think that, you know, just one, you know, that like uh, women, like we are brilliant, you know what I'm saying? Like we, it, we don't always give ourselves credit, but like we make, we make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we literally can do anything. Um, and so whatever that thing is that just stays on your heart that um, will not go away, you know, even when you kind of decide that no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a responsible wife right now. I'm going to be a responsible mother right now. I'm going to be a responsible worker. I'm going to be a responsible law student. I, you know, maybe I shouldn't be spending my time on this, but that thing is still in the back of your mind. Like I would say, like God put that there, you know, don't, don't ignore it. Um, there, one, one thing that I, I, I remember is that, so 
I, I, I officially started working on Honor Your Flow. And it's, we've, we've gone through like a couple of names. At first we were like happy period and then we were flow and now we're Honor Your Flow. So it's, you know, we have developed. But um, so I started working on uh, Honor Your Flow in 2014. But what I just, I kind of don't talk about a lot is I, I actually started talking about it and thinking about it in 2013. And I remember like talking to friends and, you know, saying like, well, what do you think about, um, cause I was working on a project with somebody else, but it, it was all disposable. And I'm like, eh, like, this is cool. But like, what if we created something that was reusable? And she was like, nah, I'm not really into that. I was like, but I think I am. And so I started shopping it around to different friends and literally like 50% of my friends was like, that's a great idea. And 50% said it's, you know, like that's gross. Who wants to use reusable period <laughs> stuff? Like that's disgusting. Right. And then in 2014, around like September, there was an article in Forbes about Thinks. Um, Thinks, they're like the, the um, they're kind of the front runners in this field right now. And I said, oh my God, like I was, I had never heard of them before that article, but I was literally thinking about the thing that they created a year before and kind of talked myself out of it. Wow. And so you know, just for every woman out there, you know, and, you know, thank God, like, even with things, you know, hitting the market and like really taking over the market. And I'm just, I'm so happy and proud of what they've been able to do. There's still room for me. Right. Um, but I had it, you know, I had an idea and I talked myself out of it. So whatever idea that is that you have, um, something that's been, that's been, showing up in on different social media feeds and it really has just been um nourishing to me is the what is it, it, it says something to the effect of like what god told you was a individual conversation in conference call <laughs> yes and so, you know what i'm saying so like whatever that thing is you know that you want to create or that you want to do um maybe god just told you you get what I'm saying? Like you, you may not, it may not be a whole bunch of other people who are like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You should do that. But like, mm -hmm. if that thing will not go away, um, just get started. And I mean, I literally, I, you know, I didn't know where to start. Um, even though like I have a background as a seamstress, um, sewing, you know, making, a panties for like the world is different than, you know, doing costume design for like a single production, you know? Right. So I just remember like Googling, um, you know, um, product manufacturers, you know, and, and just started doing some digging and I found a company that could like help me create what I was thinking about. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, even to the money of it, right? Because when you're inventing something like this, it's, it's pricey. Like mm -hmm. the, I was, the, the, I, I was working on an invoice today and it's, it was over $9,000. Like that's a lot of money. Um, but it's been really important for me to, you know, use what I can to, 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 you know, do the development that I need to do. And so just, you know, talking to designers, like, okay, I see this bill, but, you know, based on my current financial situation, like I need a payment plan. Can you do that? You know? And so just, um, finding a way to move forward, even if it's like super slow, you know, um, that was another thing that really, I think would discourage me. It's like, man, I know it's other people out here that when, you know, they're trying to create something and there's a $10,000 bill, they could just pay it. But me, on the other hand, I have to be on a payment plan, you know, for the next 
you know, however many months just to be able to pay this down. But that's, that's my reality, you know, but seven years later, like it took me a while, but I'm still here. So (laughs) that that was long, but um, no, that's a word. That's a word in itself. Um, And it takes me back to anything worth having, right? Mm -hmm. It's worth fighting for. You fought for seven years and seven to what I know is the number of completion. So, and going into year number eight of new beginning, you about to birth into a new beginning and honor your flow. And when I hear you talk about honor your flow, um, to me, it's, 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 it's so much bigger. It's almost like a movement of you encouraging uh, individuals who have flows to say honor your flow whatever that means for you in your life yes. like yes. what is your yes. flow find your thing yes. and, and and go with it so what challenge would you give the women listening to do in the next 30 days yeah I mean I would <laughs> I, you know, I feel bad because it sounds so cliche but um l- literally just kind of take that first step um, that's something that, um, my, my husband really encouraged, he, he's, you know, throughout these seven years, he's really been encouraging me, um, you know, cause at times I, I would get down and he said, you know what, but every single day, just see if you can do something like literally anything, right? Like you just, you, if you, you just always be trying to move forward, even if it's not something that feels big to you, like just take a step. So for me, that first step was doing that Google search right? Like I knew I was interested in making period panties, like Googling people who can help you design period panties, right? Um, Whatever it is that you need to know to kind of get started in your field, do it, right? Even if it's just research. Um, I, I don't know if other people do it, but for me, I, I, I would kind of get down on myself because it, like it took a while before I actually had a prototype but the truth of the matter is there were like a million little steps that I had to take first before I even got to the prototype level so you know in the next 30 days literally just take the first step whatever that is um you know if if you want to be an author like man write something you know right um <laughs> it, you know just or, or yeah, or research, like, do I want to self-publish or do I want to go yeah. with a publisher if I don't know what self-publishing means? Right. Like, yeah. Google that. What is self-publishing? So get your journals out, y'all. Write down yeah. what your next steps are going to be. Keep track of those steps. Refer to your notes. And you'll be amazed at how far you can get in 30 days with yeah. being intentional. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. You are dope, okay? I don't know if I told you that more than once, but I believe it. And I'm so thankful for you sharing your story with us, um, for uh, opening up Honor Your Flow for us. (laughs) And I'm excited for the production i'm i will be looking for it on store shelves 
or wherever <laughs> it's going to be available. Seriously, because this is a this is going to be a game changer for so many women, even though there are options out there. Like you said, there's there's always room for more. You know yeah. how you know how many options of sanitary napkins there are there's always room for another one it's always room for more (laughs) look I'm I'm just trying to get like you out here with multiple books published okay I said okay Bianca you better make this thing happen for yourself okay oh my god (laughs) no (laughs) I read your story I said oh so she she made a decision and she made it happen okay okay that's what we're doing okay that's what I do like make up your mind yep and and just go and mm-hmm. that's a that's a whole story in itself around like not knowing it's a lot I didn't know yeah. um and I allowed that to I allow fear to stop me for a while but after mm-hmm. I got over that I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working through this even yeah. when fear presents itself to me I'm not gonna yeah. allow it to be a hindrance to me anymore because there's so much that needs to get out and I don't have time to waste because my yeah. goal is to die empty so I was yeah. like however long it takes I'm gonna keep working on this and I'm yeah. gonna keep working on it and keep working on it and yeah that's that's kind of how all of that came about <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're doing it. Thank you for sharing your words, you know, and your thoughts with all of us in the community. Um, I'm glad that you are emptying it out uh, because we need every single one of your words. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So how can people find you, follow you, support you? Yes, thank you. Um, so uh, follow us on social media. Um, right now we are at um, Flow Period Panties. I'm um, at you know at Flow Period Panties. Um, our website is um, flowperiodpanties.com, and it, that links to all our social as well. Um, we'll be updating you know in the next few months so that everything is honor your flow kind of across the board. But one of the big things that um, I've been you know talking to other um, Um, other people in business about is this whole idea of your audience. Um, And so what once you have your product and you start kind of talking to different retailers, they want to know, are you going to help bring people, you know, to their retail location? So um, following Honor Your Flow, um, once we launch, you know, um, you know, if you're into what we're doing, purchasing from Honor Your Flow, all of those things will really help us kind of grow who we are to the world. Uh, because if um, people want to get connected to places where, you know, other people already are. So um, the more people who are interested in what Honor Your Flow is doing, um, the more that makes other people take notice. And it allows us to kind of spread that word um, and spread what we're doing even further. So please do, you know, follow us, like us. Um, and, you know, we are, we're, we're um, on track to have an actual product uh, to, uh, to, to uh, give to you later this year. And we're just, we're so excited about it. Awesome. Again, thank you. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Please subscribe, like, share, comment, yes. and honor your flow. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time, uh, I'll be 
looking forward to hearing how your homework is going. So email hello at behindconfidencemail.com and let us know so we can hold you accountable. Take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Behind the Confidence Mountain Podcast with your host, Bianca Cotton. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's grow our community, you all. Until next time on the podcast. Remember, we all have a story and a journey of what is behind.